Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. I'd like to discuss the seven warning signs of cirrhosis. Now, there are a lot of additional symptoms, but there are seven main symptoms that you need to be aware of. So cirrhosis is an advanced liver problem. It's end-stage liver disease. And really what we have is normal cells being replaced with scar tissue. So the scar tissue comes in to try to heal the area, but the problem is we also lost function at the same time. Now, what's fascinating about the liver is that it has incredible reparative cells. Normally, these cells lie dormant until some injury comes along, whether it's alcohol, nicotine from smoking, drugs, medication, junk food, uh, seed oils like in corn oil, soy oil, which create inflammation, or refined sugars, carbohydrates, and especially fructose but you also have viruses too. So some people get themselves into a situation where they have either inflammation that's going on in the liver that becomes chronic, or they develop a fatty liver, which then creates inflammation. And it's really the inflammation that triggers these very interesting uh, repair cells. And when these cells are chronically irritated, they develop a very specialized type of cell called a myofibroblast. Now, what is that? That's a combination between a contractile tissue and collagen, which is pretty interesting that your cell is repairing with this muscle-like contractile tissue, but the problem is you lose function. Your risk for cancer in the liver goes way up when you get cirrhosis. And because the liver makes about a liter of bile every single day, you're gonna get insufficient bile, which is going to affect your digestion, especially fats, omega-3, fat-soluble vitamins, and the elimination of cholesterol and toxins, because you need bile as a way to help uh, transport this uh, toxic material out of the body. Also, vitamin A is affected. Your liver uh, retains and stores a lot of vitamin A. So without a good functioning liver, you're gonna be low in vitamin A. And there goes the vision, there goes the, the skin, there goes your immune system. Also, iron is a problem because your liver stores iron. So either you could become severely anemic or excess iron that is stuck in your body, which is actually quite common, can create more cirrhosis. But the liver being damaged lowers your ability to retain iron. So it can go both ways. The liver stores glycogen, which is stored glucose, to help you um, go through the night without eating, to help you go from one meal to the next. Also, certain parts of the body need glycogen. They can't run on ketones 100%. So there's the lens of the eye, part of the kidney, part of your brain need glucose. So if you're not able to hold the glucose in the liver, then these tissues do suffer. And just as a side note, because your body does need some sugar, it doesn't mean you should consume sugar. Your body can make it from non-carbohydrate sources. The liver is also involved in digestion, uh, carbs, protein, and fats. So that's going to be impaired. Also, it's not going to eliminate the toxins fully. So you're going to get a backup of toxic material in the body. And it usually shows up in your skin, 
in other places in the endocrine system. The liver makes a lot of cholesterol, but it also gets rid of cholesterol with the help of bile. But if there's liver damage, you can't get rid of the cholesterol. So it kind of backs up into the tissues. Also, your liver rids pathogens. So if you can't do that, you can end up with systemic infections. The liver makes blood proteins. So if there's insufficient protein in the blood, what happens is we get interstitial fluid. You start getting fluid that's backing up into the tissues as edema in your lower legs. You start getting fluid retention around your abdomen, like between the tissues. That's called the cites. So when you see someone who has this protruded belly, like a, a beer belly, it's a liver problem. IGF, insulin-like growth factor. This hormone is made by your liver. It's triggered by growth hormone. It kind of works similar to growth hormone. So if we don't have enough of this hormone, then we're gonna have multiple problems which involve the building of a protein. Also, we're gonna have certain types of problems in mobilizing fuel for the body. What's interesting is the liver converts um, a good portion of the thyroid from T4 to T3. In fact, 80% of this conversion takes place in the liver. And T4 is the inactive uh, thyroid hormone and T3 is the active form. So if there is liver damage, whether you have a fatty liver or cirrhosis of the liver, it dramatically affects the thyroid. And then you have a whole cascade of thyroid symptoms on top of that. You need the liver to activate vitamin D. You also need the kidney. And by the way, if the liver is damaged, you're not gonna have a really healthy kidney. So when one goes, they both go because they work together, but vitamin D needs that liver. And so because vitamin D is so, so important in your immune system, in getting rid of pain, in keeping your blood pressure lowered, you can imagine all the different additional consequences of just this one thing right here. The liver also buffers certain hormones like estrogen, cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So with liver damage, you can't buffer these hormones. So you get this spike in cortisol, you get a spike in estrogen. You see a lot of men that are estrogen dominant because of the liver. You can't control that. There's another hormone, testosterone, which really gets messed up with the liver because what happens is you get a lot less free testosterone with the liver. So then you have a problem with someone with erectile dysfunction. So they start getting on Viagra and they never actually address the root problem, which is the liver. And then we have another uh, liver function called blood clotting. So without that, you bleed easily, okay? You bruise easily. You have these red spots. You just barely bump yourself and it, it turns into this like hematoma. All right, so now let's get into the seven signs that you may have cirrhosis. Number one, dark urine. One of the functions of the liver is to help to uh, recycle red blood cells and the byproduct of red blood cells. And so when that doesn't occur, we get a darker urine, okay? So that's one clue. Number two, mood and personality changes. Now, why? Because with the liver being damaged, you can't break down ammonium, okay? So you start getting this buildup of ammonium into the brain and it affects all sorts of neurotransmitters. You can actually even go into a coma, okay? You can have inflammation of the brain because of this ammonium. The remedy that the medical profession uses is called lactulose, and that actually helps turn ammonium into ammonia, which is less toxic. 
to the brain. All right, number three, we have ascites. I mentioned that. That is a fluid-filled sac in your gut. That is not fat. It's, it's like fluid that's leaking from the liver into your abdomen. That's a huge clue that you have liver cirrhosis right there. All right, now, number four, jaundice. The whites of the eyes become yellow. Your skin becomes like a uh, yellowish orange, okay? That's because things are backing up into the blood and the skin. Because the liver is connected to the circulatory system and it's stopping a lot of blood flow. I mean, you're also probably gonna have high blood pressure on top of that as well. Number five, you're gonna be tired no matter how much sleep that you get. Number six, you have this chronic discomfort in the right upper abdomen, right here, right where your liver is. I had this problem for 12 years. I didn't know what it was. I wouldn't say I had cirrhosis, but I had inflammation in my liver. I was in my late 20s when I finally figured it out and changed my diet dramatically. You may even have uh, some discomfort that runs up into the right side through here. Number seven, itchy hot feet is another clue that there could be cirrhosis, all right? So those are the seven signs. Now, what do we do about it? That's the next question. Well, there's a plan that I have for you. Number one, you have to stop whatever is causing the problem. Get to the root cause, okay? Whether this is involving your diet because you're eating a lot of junk food, deep fried foods, fried in soy oil or corn oil, which is the worst, or you're drinking too much alcohol, taking drugs. Too many medications could cause, cause this problem too. And so you may want to get with your doctor and try to use more natural remedies. For example, there are a lot of benefits using milk thistle. Milk thistle is probably one of the most powerful natural remedies for the liver. So whether you have arthritis, maybe you have fluid retention, you should probably look up milk thistle and see how many different conditions it helps. And you may be able to replace with some of your medications, but of course, check with your doctor. Now, a lot of people have too much iron. And so one clue that you have too much iron is that when you consume red meat, you feel worse. Or when you uh, give blood, you feel better. Suspect you have too much iron. I have a lot of information on that. I will put some links down below. But let's say, for example, you have an autoimmune disease of your liver, and that's what's creating the cirrhosis. There are some things you can do about it. One thing you could take, which is very interesting, is you can take a decoy. You can take actual liver pills, okay, for like bovine liver pills, and just take one before bed. What happens is the antibodies that are attacking your liver attack the decoy in your stomach while you're sleeping. And so it reduces the inflammation of the liver and it gives the liver a chance to kind of reset. And when you do this over a period of months, it could potentially deplete these natural tissue antibodies and help the whole situation, okay? That's number one. Number two, tutka. What is tutka? I've done videos on this. Tutka is a very special type of a bile salt that's really good for your liver. Um, there's been some interesting studies showing significant improvement in cirrhosis, as well as a fatty liver, as well as decreasing liver enzymes, okay? And I'll put those links down below. Um, you need to take at least 750 milligrams to 1500 milligrams 
You can split it up, take it to the day, take it in an empty stomach. But I think you would feel a lot better when you take this if you had cirrhosis because it really opens up and allows the bile to flow through the liver and it gives the person a lot of relief with their symptoms that they have. Is this going to totally cure your liver? I have no idea, but it can definitely help the situation. The next natural remedy is tocotrienols. This is a special vitamin E group of um, compounds, which work like 50 times stronger than tocopherols. And it's really good at breaking up fibrous tissue, scar tissue. And uh, if you research tocotrienols with cirrhosis, you'll find some interesting data. I would take at least 300 milligrams per day. Number four, cruciferous. Why? Because people with cirrhosis start to build up estrogen in their bodies. They can't eliminate it. So you need something that can help boost the enzymes to detoxify excessive amounts of estrogen, as well as other toxins. There's a lot of phytonutrients in cruciferous vegetables and the liver loves bitter vegetables. So like radishes, broccoli, um, kale, all really good for the liver. And number five, I highly suggest you start keto, not just any keto, the healthy version of keto immediately. I have a plan for you on my website. Go to drberg.com, download it, and you can start on that. And finally, number six, adding fasting to this can be very, very beneficial. Not just intermittent fasting, but prolonged fasting periodically, okay? Like 48 hours, sometimes 72 hours. Why? Because it's going to induce autophagy. This is a state where your body is recycling damaged proteins. And that's exactly what you have going on in the liver. So by clearing out some of these old proteins in the liver, um, it can be very beneficial to the overwhelming uh, inflammatory process. The, the problem is there's no drugs that can fix cirrhosis, okay? They can't because it's more toxins to the body. So people get on the transplant list for a new liver. And in the United States, there's like 15,000 people that are on the list waiting to get a new liver. But what do you do in the meantime? Right here, this right here, do this plan. Don't do nothing. There are things you can do right now to at least prolong your life and reduce the complications that's occurring. And I'm not saying that you can completely get rid of it. It might be too far gone but at least you can improve the situation. It'll give you more time to survive longer.